Welcome in everyone. It is episode 67 of the 1056 podcast. The Derrick Henry episode. And you might be thinking, Derrick Henry's 22, Tyler. Why is yellow at episode 67? Because as of recording today, he's out for the season. Broken foot. And I'm sad. Uh, so I guess he's not doing any feet stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> how, could, how could you how could you joke at a time? I'm like sorry. This? Uh I know this means a lot to you and for everybody at home who are Titans fans. You won't hear this cuz nobody's listening that's from a Titans fan. So but talk about switching things up. They signed Adrian Peterson to the Titans. I am huh, not even get Talk it. about a switch up? That's what I I just said that, dude. Got to emphasize you the punchline, the... my friend. All right, yeah, that's cool. Uh, uh, hitting your children with switches, it, we do not condone that. Disavow, but Adrian Peterson, good football player. punishment. Uh, so <laughs> that's cool, I guess. That's football. Yeah. Uh, I lost to you in fantasy football, but I'm currently 5-2, and two, and I think I'm leading the league. I think I'm actually leading that's, the league. Now, I know that I'm gonna do it. no one no one came to this channel for this. Uh, I am 5-2, and two, so and I'm five. actually beating... We're tied, be, uh, but I have more points for, so you can Fair reach enough. it. Oh, there's plenty of season left. Yeah, I'm scared, dude. I want that trophy so bad. I've won it before for those wait. people at home. Anyways, no one wants fantasy football. No I didn't even know people fucking... were playing football this Sunday. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's no, like I obviously knew because I'm a human and I'm aware of the things around me. But if I wasn't a football fan and I wasn't in a fantasy football league. I heard nothing about this week's football games. Nothing. Was it? Bo- yeah, it was kind of weak. It, yeah, was this? It, it, it's not just me, right? Like people were not. There was nothing to talk about really after it. The the Jets lost to the ba- uh, the Jets beat the Bengals, which was like a big upset, and okay, that was really yeah. so. That it. explains why I haven't heard anything because no one gives a fuck about the. Jets. Yeah, I don't know. There wasn't anything like too too crazy, like as far as fantasy goes, like. I looked. You look at the big players. Like, were there any like games that were like, "Whoa, this player had like five touchdowns"? There really wasn't anything like that. Which happens. This happens halfway through the season. It's a little bit of football fatigue, you know. Like week one. If this were week one, this would be the best slate of football ever. But now we're two months into it. Body's getting a little adjusted, so it happens. Okay. Do I still watch Red Zone every week? You betcha. That's this guy. Okay. Love Red Zone. Love Red Zone. Um, Anyways, so yeah. football. Anyway, that's it. Derek Henry, real sad. Real sad. Down real bad. But he's going to be better. And he's going to kill everyone with his feet. Um, I have no idea how to segue off of that. I'm not Bruce Lee killed people when... with his feet, but not really. He did. Oh. Well, like in the movies, oh. he did. Oh, let me give... Here, I'll give you time to segue. And I will yeah. finish off my review of Spectre. Oh, okay, well, come on, tight. Like I told you, I gotta give you the follow up. I'm gonna do it quickly. The last good memory. Movie. I don't know how the hell so you remember James that. Bond Spectre, the movie before last, the precursor to No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie. I had watched half of it the last time I talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, and I was confused because it was boring, and there wasn't a lot of action going on considering it's a James Bond movie. And remember, I talked about Dave Batista, right? I said, right. if for those go back and listen to it, but I'm going to give a quick, quick synopsis. He's, he's a wasted character in that he, every time he encounters James Bond, he gets his ass kicked. It's not like it's not, it's, it doesn't even feel close. Right. 
And there's a certain point where you're like, I compared it to two, two sports teams that you don't care about. And one's blowing out the other. So you just, you just root for the other team just to get a, something interesting going on. Right. Just somebody do something. It never got better. He says one word in the movie. Spoiler alert. It's the word shit. Oh, and he said it in an accent. Like we needed that to happen because there was no indication he's from anywhere. Like he could have been, anybody but they decided to give him a backstory <laughs> that he isn't the nationality that the actor is so it's like that's fine but it's like now you're, you're like you giving him character for someone who doesn't talk gets his ass handed to him and he it's gone by the middle of the movie like it wasn't too far later after i resumed the movie that he ended up kicking the bucket and never coming back the ending was wackadoo uh i don't know if i'm gonna spoil it here for for, for the James Bond fans. And even, should I go there? Should I spoil it? Should I just go for it? No, don't don't spoil Fine. it. I'm on the edge of my seat. Fine. The ending is is silly. <laughs> it, he apparently has uh, a, he has like this stepbrother and and he's mad at him. Classic. That's, classic that's what James shit. Bond, international man of mystery, mm-hmm. is got going for him. And going against him. And it, it really is, it was really, it was really disappointing because the style was there. But I was like, this is going to get me hyped for No Time to Die. And now I don't really care to see No Time to Die. And even if that movie's good, like I'm sitting here going, <sighs> so it's like every other James Bond movie in Daniel Craig's discography, filmography is good and then not good. So it's like Casino Royale, great. Quantum of is terrible. Skyfall, I liked. Spectre, boring. No Time to Die, the ball's in your court balls in your court are you going to be the the spy who shagged me are you going to be part of my gold member (laughs) james bond quotes folks good review good job i I give specter i give specter a two out of five damn that fucking sucks we never actually we did go that low with the costco beer on our uh i went to costco today by the way good job dude you know what else you did this week you logged beers on untapped clap it up Clap it up for so Jeff. So shout out to Kieran, co-worker, friend. We met up at New Asylum, I think on, was that Saturday? On Halloween. On Halloween. I, yeah. I forget what day it was. Yeah. And uh, I had their pizza. Delicious. Mm. Um, I had the uh, Stratford Hall, which was a Hefeweizen, which was just, it had, you know, it was like there are no limits, but no limits, I would say, is a superior one is superior mm. bison but i liked it right. i forget what i gave it i'm not looking it up right now follow me on untapped at red marker to find out for yourself <laughs> and then they had a guest yeah. beer there um it was a pilsner it was all right it was lacking uh any additional flavor besides just being a pilsner it didn't have anything to spice it up so I, yeah uh watson farmhouse watson was, farmhouse it's, thank you yeah it's like a relatively new brewery. They had a location, I, but I yelling? Like, didn't. No, you're okay. good. I mean, you you yell naturally, but what no, are you trying good. to say? <laughs> are you? I knew you were holding back there. Uh, yeah, Watson Farm. I was like, I've heard of them, and I kind of haven't. But I have. Like, it's it's one of the like they're relatively new. Their farmhouse, obviously. Well, they're name a guest and all beer. That, but. Apparently, the head one of the head brewers for New Salem also brews for them, and that's why they're a guest beer makes sense okay see look at this you're teaching me something about Ooh, beer they had a costume now, contest what? and the, I would, let me like me describe the costumes 
Yeah. N- actually, no. Give me one. Give me the one who won. Just give me the one. Uh, there was somebody in a plague mask, like the bird-looking okay. one. I think he won. Yeah. I voted for him. There was also Little a couple that was like a, like Egyptian pharaoh and Cleopatra. Um, played out. And all the waitresses <clears throat> were just as like dead nurses, and I think that's an homage to the asylum thing. Don't you think I was a little too on the nose? Don't you think I was just a little too on Maybe. the nose? There has to be like one. There was there like, was patient. a guy running around in a straitjacket with a pumpkin on his head. I can't tell if you're serious or not. I am dead serious. This is real. Oh, life. okay. This is this because is real it's life. just, just bullshit enough <laughs> to be like, well, it could, but it's also New Asylum. I also watched so the guy in could. a bucket hat go to the bathroom and not wash his hands. Anyways, I love New Asylum. Their beer <laughs> is good. Uh, the pizza was also very good, and I had a grand old time sitting outside under their pavilion. I give New Asylum a six out of five. Wow, wow, really brown nose in there. No, I like I like the location. The location of New Asylum was probably really cool on Halloween, to be honest with you. So it was good. I get yeah. it. Yeah, I went during the day. So, oh. I thought you went at night. Um, yeah. So that was that, and then Jeff and I missed two beer festivals. One on the thirtieth, which was Small State Great Beer, which I didn't hear too much about. Like it was out of Hartford. I know our friend Daniel Flynn went there. Shout out to DRF Consulting. Like where that former guest of the show, Almost current friend of the show, former guest of the show current friend uh always dude of the show uh and then uh changes in the air which i heard was like one of like the better festivals that people have gone to in a long time um it was about you know promoting the african-american community into like the beer scene i know dame drops was there who's a very popular youtuber i think um, i saw this the instagram stories from that i think i saw jess beer me was there I yes just, i just i could pick i just see pictures of like people were dancing is that yes. okay that's the one. I know. It looked, uh, like, a, it, it looked like a, a banging time. It, it honestly did. I was. I wanted to go. I don't like. I. I can't remember. I think we were recording something. Uh, I think we were doing that interview with Trimble Memes in the morning, and I don't know how, like how if our schedule just wouldn't work out. But the website says it's a day of culture, conversation, and inclusion through music, food, art, and beer. So that's pretty awesome so yeah uh i know i was speaking with johnny benson shout out to beer man beer um working on having them on the show future in, guests of the show current future, friend of the we show keep, we've been saying this for two years but we are actually are trying to get them on the show um 2024 and 2024 <laughs> no uh soon um and i think johnny was saying that he's like this was like the most fun i've had at a festival i was like wow we missed out so hopefully it happens next year i i really want to go look at cool. that Look at that shit, dude. It's fucking awesome. And then, um, speaking of Connecticut breweries, there's also um, a fundraiser, kind of more on a, on a somber note, but in a remembrance. Um, there is going to be a fundraiser at Stewards of the Land happening next Monday, November 8th. I know our friend Tom M is going to be there, so we'd be remiss if we didn't at least include it here. It is the Raise Your Pint to Matt remembrance night a gathering of friends and family and remembering of our friend matt comma superman stop have a pint or two share some stories and the mc is going to be tom m and phil pappas shout out to them and uh there's going to be a raffle for it and it's going to be donated to a local charity all great things um so yeah go check that out how to be remiss how to include it moving on um in non-alcoholic beer news something that caught my eye which everything athletic brewing does catches my eye yeah you're obsessed i am only because 
on paper, it shouldn't work. Because when you bring up someone who's never, you bring up athletic to someone who's never heard of athletic, people go immediately, why would people drink that? That is question number one, two, and three. People, and it's true. Like, why why would you corner a market to something as an outsider? I understand it. To something like non-alcoholic craft beer and have it be very successful because it's both. So, we reviewed Athletic Brewing on a previous episode. Go find that in anywhere you get your podcast. And we fucking interviewed Darren Ravel, who's one of the investors. Anywhere for ESPN. Go check that out too. Same interview. Well, different Talk interview. Talk about shoes. <clears throat> we did. I'm still waiting for those shoes. I think about that like once a month where he was like, yeah, we're doing a shoe drop. And he didn't kind of say who. So I kind of dropped it. But the main thing is that they're hiring a new CMO. And this guy previously served as the VP of marketing for Dos Equis from 2014 to 2017 during the reboot of the Mexican import brands advertising campaign away from, quote, the most interesting man in the world. So this guy, who they're hiring as a chief marketing officer, was responsible for pivoting Dos Equis away from the most interesting man in the world. If there was any job in marketing that I didn't want to do, it would be trying to follow up from one of the most genius advertising campaigns in the, the 2010s, oh, so, which wait, is the wait, most wait. interesting man in the world. So what, he, he, what was his job again? The... Uh, so I'll read the article. No, it, no, like he was trying to pivot Dosakis away from him? Yeah, so like it was their reboot. Why would they want to do that? Because like that whole interesting, most interesting man in the world campaign like came to an end in 2014. Oh, so he, had to, he was responsible for finding the next thing. Yes. Oh, oh, that is impossible. Yeah. I wish the luck to anybody who has to follow up flow from Progressive. Yeah, good luck with that. Whoever nails that is going to be rich. <laughs> be rich. So, yeah, this this person was the VP who had to be responsible and now is moving to athletic. So, that like it it's just it's another example of how fucking athletic is taking over craft beer by being non-alcoholic. In a couple months back, they bought out like an old factory that where like uh, Ballast Point was bottled and stuff cucking one of the more popular beer brands in like the late 20 early to like mid 2010s and it's just like hey we're going to produce beer that has zero alcohol in it and we're going to be profitable on it suck it it like it the thing it's such an enigma consider us sucking it's such an enigma because like it shouldn't work but then you try it and you get why people do it and it makes so much sense. And I look at this all the time. It's 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 just it's so fascinating. I'm very interested in marketing and content creation and all of these things. And this satisfies all of that. So I'm just amazed at what Athletic does. They were on the Today Show. They do all this shit. The guy who broke the world record for the fastest beer mile, for what you don't know, it's running a mile. But before the but com- shit faced, basically, you start the race by chugging a beer, then you do a lap, beer, do a lap, beer, do a lap, beer. The world record was an athletic brewing athlete, did it in four and a half minutes. That is insane. That's my whole thing. I don't, if I had like $10 million, I would invest in athletic. That's how devoted I am. If you had ten million dollars, you would invest. Yeah, because fucking Lance Armstrong, Why JJ Watt. Why that much? Because that's what people are investing, man. Lance Armstrong is invested in it. 
And they're ten. The other thing, they're ten minutes Yo, away. That guy's got. That guy's got a lot of balls. I really thought you were gonna say he has a lot of ball and just. <laughs> Come on. Cut one off. Come on. Cancer's not a joke, guys. Okay. Anyway. It is not a joke, and he did so much for for like cancer funding that that is. Like it's amazing that steroids kind of ruined him. It's kind not of- like financially, but like image wise. Yeah. It just shows kind of like in the athletic world where people have their priorities. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's fascinating and I don't agree, but I think it's fascinating. (laughs) So he, like he is JJ Watt. There's like a lot of athletes who are in it. It it honestly is just fascinating. So I actually reached out to Darren Ravel on this note and he was going to do the beer mile and like got injured and couldn't do it. And I was like, whatever. I was like, dude, he was going to be in Stratford when I was going to be at this wedding. I was like, dude, I can't be there. Can I film this? Like record myself doing it and see if you can beat it. And he just replied and Jeff saw it. Ha 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 ha. And then I was like, no, I'm serious. Left me on red. Ha. Great. Awesome. Love it. Love when people do that. Love when I'm like, hey, I'm going to be serious and offer you something. And then you say, ha ha. And then I respond back. And then you say nothing. Love it. Your hand is raised, Jeff. Go. Back away from the mic a little bit. Sorry. Okay. A little hot. Dude, just got a little hot there. Um, I I have my headphones in too, so I don't do that, and it's not it doesn't make a difference. But anyway, it's okay. So yeah, dude, Dosekis. Maybe it's the most interesting person in the world. They're just gonna like totally rip Dosekis. Most interesting sober person in the world, <laughs> which is possible. It's probably not possible, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, whenever you watch like any of those shows, like all right, back to James. Whenever they're like interesting people, like he goes to a, like a CD club or like a nightclub, but it's all like really dangerous, well dressed people with like weird shit going on. Yeah, they're all drinking, and none and none of it is non-alcoholic. They're all absolutely plastered on the heaviest stuff. So I'm just saying, they might as well be drinking hand sanitizer, but they all look cool <laughs> as fuck. And I'm just saying, like you don't really see that happening. Well, listen, we went to Athletic, we reviewed their beer. Yeah, Go check that out. We like the location. Um, I think we both can speak that we felt like there was something missing flavor-wise a little bit, although it was still enjoyable. Yeah, um, the one that we had, yeah. Like, it wasn't – Stump Jump was the one that we reviewed that I actually didn't like. But the Stout, one-to-one. Awesome. That's great. So, you know, live their life, dream your dreams. We're here for it. Yeah. What else we got, Ty? Uh, that was it, dude. That was literally it. Uh, there was a lot going on. So I I keep saying this. It's now November like second. So there's a lot that we have going on for the end of the year. Like we're ramping up a lot. Ten fifty sips, which happens. Go follow us there. One zero five six P O D C A S T on Instagram to watch that video beer reviews. Wow, video beer review series. And wrapping up some interviews that we have scheduled and finalizing for the end of the year. But I've kind of mentioned this in passing. Starting January 1st, 2022, the podcast is going to change a little bit for the better. We're adding more. We're in talks. It's going to be legit. Be patient. It's going to be legit and awesome. That is it. So playtime over. Now let's get to the interview, which is going to be coming out next week. We finally got one of our favorite breweries in the state right now at a 12%. It is Abomination. Side note, remember I was going to say, Jeff 
loves his blue moon and wits. Connecticut wit by 12% is coming out. Can't wait to try it. That's it. Uh, yeah, no, uh, in all seriousness, we had Josh Arno, the co-owner brewer of Abomination Brewing Company. If you listen to this, we love Abomination. If you're part of the Connecticut Beer Drinkers Facebook group, you know that people love to make really shitty fog-related jokes on that page. Put the two together. Here's the interview. Really exciting stuff, and I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he kind of teases a little beers that are going to be coming out by the time this comes out. So if you missed our last episode, how we're doing this is we're splitting up our introduction, our usual banter, news, recaps, whatever, beers that we've had and all that into one episode and then next week either the 9th or the 10th or something like that the interview will come out rounding off episode 67 so be on the lookout for that and as always raise hell and praise dale and we'll see you in the next episode bye